I'm not calling myself slow. I well, just when you when you it's, when I heard it as that my brain is getting on translate, I translated that too. Part I of just my don't brain catch just, on until my brain it's is already. Just slow. It's slow, guys. Is, is this a blonde thing? Are you discriminating me because I'm blonde? Because I was obviously going to vehemently disagree with that sentiment, Christine. From the field to the hardwood, flags are sure to fly when these two are involved. You're listening to Sideline Warning with Christine Butterfield and Ryan Chapman, presented by the Highball Network. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Sideline Warning Podcast. I am Christine Butterfield, and alongside me in his Hawks jersey for some reason is the Ryan Chapman at Radio's Ryan on Twitter, and I'm at CB on Sports. There are some interesting things to get into today. Not some huge headlines, but something I kind of want to touch on, which is just the fallout. My Hawks jersey. I mean, you already you already brought it up. It's like John Collins, my favorite player, had a big night on Wednesday against the Mavs. Why can't I? Why can't I celebrate his successes? I I just uh, I was kind of surprised when I saw you walk in here, all casually with it on. Well, sorry to disappoint. My bad. That's on me. I'll go change real quick before we finish the pod. Yeah, can you really, actually? Can you, uh, where's well, your change of clothes? you got to have one in the back of your car, right? Now that you say that, well, guys, I don't know if you're aware of this. In Oklahoma right now, we are getting just smothered by freezing cold temperatures, ice, snow. A lot of it, I, I might start keeping a, a go bag in my truck. I've, I've thought about that for like a couple weeks now, and I think I'm finally about to pull the trigger because... It's just wiser to have that. I forgot that I had a sweatshirt in the back of my car. It's a big move to always have that, though. But then I was like, I'm going to keep it in here yes, because that's necessary. Absolutely. Yeah, but getting back to the sports world and not the weather world, uh, there's some fallout from the Super Bowl that I kind of want to get into just because it's kind of funny. But for the first time, there wasn't really a parade, per se, for the football um, championship, the NBA, the NFL football championship. Um, and so Tom Brady was just out having a blast. What are you talking about? They had a, they had a boat parade. It was just a boat parade. Oh, well there's a boat parade, but that's not the same. It was an armada, Christine. It was the Buccaneers championship armada. We don't have enough armadas in the world. Armada, one of my favorite words in the dictionary. And that absolutely classified as an armada, I've always said, Ryan, if you could just start a sports team from scratch, what would your nickname be? We would be the armada, the Oklahoma City armada. I have never heard you say that. That would be awesome. Christine, I, I always never, say that. I've I say that never every day. in my entire life. And all the years I've known you, and all the one and a couple month of years of knowing you, have never heard you say that. Every morning I wake up and I say, one day I want to own my own soccer club, and we are going to be the armada. It's going to be incredible. No one cares. But you know what you should call Brady at this point? Commodore. Commodore Brady. You, without a doubt, have to be the best quarterback I've, I've ever, ever seen. seen. Or or the worst you, drinker. The worst drinker for sure because he was uh, escorted out of a little bar by Gronk, right? Am I, If I'm not mis- mistaken. Well, if anyone knows how to navigate a, a day out on the town, it would be Mr. Gronkowski. Yes, and so he seemed like he was publicly intoxicated, and here I'm happy for him, frankly. I'm happy he was. Good for him. He should be. He did something that was, you know, like beyond human 
through the Vince Lombardi trophy from boat to boat? Is that what we're talking about? That's what we're about to talk about. I was just talking about getting like publicly intoxicated ah. and just like having a good time. But when speaking to how the celebration continued, he then went on to what you said was the Armada, and he was kind of leading the charge and all of these. Armada. Um, all these boats, I don't know where they were going, probably to the Bahamas or something. I don't know. Just down the river. They're doing Armada things. Does an Armada ever really know where it's going, Christine? It just knows it's going to dominate the seas. Don't they have to get lost to go to where they want to go first? No. You just have a map. It's 2021. Like you, We shouldn't have people getting lost at sea anymore. We have GPS. We have satellites. They don't have to get lost. But if they want to find, like, treasure, don't they have to get lost? No. Why? What do you mean get lost? There's always a map. There's a treasure map, and the X clearly marks the spot. Now we're just better at reading maps than we ever have been. See, I'm just thinking back to the only thing I know about pirates is from Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay. I don't, I'm not quite sure that that's a, a, an accurate depiction of I'm the pirate you know that's life all I know. or the privateer life. Okay, well, that's all I know. Actually, some of it is pretty factual when you talk about the East India Trading Company, but that's neither here nor there. Well, it's in East India. Oh, I do. I'm so irritated. Back to the It's at Port Royal. <laughs> championship Armada. The Championship Armada. So Tom Brady leading the charge. He is throwing the championship trophy from boat to boat yeah I, so this was an awesome scene because i don't know what was better so you look at it and tom brady's daughter is sitting there and she's like dad no don't she understands the situation here you've got cameron Brate, the tight end who afterwards said that was the most important catch of his life and i agree with him because it doesn't matter what happened tom brady could have turned cocked it 90 degrees to the left and just tossed it into the water and you know who like would have been blamed Brate. Great. Why didn't you break back to the why didn't you break back to the Lombardi football? Why didn't you you know what I mean? Why so, didn't you dive for it? Yeah, so uh, I, that's another thing too is I'd be really interested was Brait bought in enough that if the throw was short would he have dove into the river to to retrieve the trophy? Uh very interesting. I'm glad that they all caught it. I'm glad it worked out, but Me that too. would have been put into the all-time. Like we see this all the time. This happens a lot in Europe where the soccer clubs they have their championship parade they're at the top of the bus and like the trophy gets dropped off the back or off the front or whatever we've never seen one just tossed into a river willingly though by a drunk man can you imagine just instead of it breaking you just see it sink all the way down to the well, bottom what would, of have the would they have sent someone after it or would they have just called the nfl and said we're gonna pay for a new like what would have happened there there's no way they're sending a scuba diver in there well, they're sending matthew mcconaughey from fool's gold to recover it and kate He's hudson flat now Oh, no, he ate no, the he Doritos. Ate the, you so missed the back. entire point of the commercial. He ate the Doritos 3D, and now he is back into three dimensions. He's You're just right. stuck in a I vending machine I did miss the commercial because it was so forgettable that I just forgot what happened. Really? Because I can, I can break it down for you scene by scene. I only saw it once. Well, Ryan, we already did that last pod, so I'm really not interested in getting back into that again. But you're right. That was the most important catch of the weekend, <laughs> not even in the Super Bowl. So when I was watching that back, I saw I was so stressed whenever he kept cocking the trophy back because I, I was like, oh, no, this is going to land on someone's head. Someone's going to get concussed. And they ended up catching it, thank God. At least Drunk Tom had the wherewithal to not try to, like, put the football in his hand like a football and throw it because, obviously, it's not shaped like a football totally. At least he was just like, no, we're just going to one, chuck it. two, just like a granny toss. Yeah. 
he he learned for the better there for sure. Right? Yeah, it was it was just fun though. We we haven't seen this side of Tom really. Um, I, I don't know if it was just the way that Belichick and everything goes, but we've seen Gronk like shotgunning beers on the championship parade. So like obviously like you know Belichick doesn't care. They won the championship. Have fun. It was just a new side of Brady. I don't know if it's that he's off the TB12 diet for a day. They like reworked the program so we could have one cheat day a year, and that's on Super Bowl championship parade day. I don't know, but uh, he tweeted out a little bit of avocado tequila, and, and I believe him. He was he was having fun on social <laughs> media. It was it was a good time. Tom Brady's good at social. He's good at understanding, like, I'm gonna be like ironically bad at it. Yeah, he's he's leaning into it, which I which I enjoy. And that's why I, I, it goes back to like we were talking about his like intentionally bad photoshops around the Deflate Gate yeah. time period, like. Tom Brady is self-aware enough to to make those jokes. I enjoy it. Yeah, me too. And he deserves it. I, this is probably one of the first times I've seen Tom Brady seem carefree and like just like he's enjoying life. And I was, and I've never been the biggest Tom Brady fan, but just seeing him, like he just looked like all this pressure had been uplifted off of his shoulders, and he could just enjoy a moment for once. And just kind of seeing that all come together this weekend and. Um, seeing him look so happy on social media and see that he's having a good time, which he frankly deserves, I was happy for him, and that takes a lot for me to say. <laughs> so yeah, I I just think it's a lot of fun. I, I like seeing Brady go at it. I, I like because he he's just so like passionate about like you see the videos all the time of him running off the field right before games, getting fired up. We know that Tom Brady's a trash talking quarterback and. It seems like in recent years the cameras have just kind of figured that out and are willing to show him. And you saw the the little dust up with Tyron Matthew and all that stuff. It, it just makes him that much more likable, that much more relatable to be like, oh yeah, I go out in my rec league basketball game and talk trash for no reason. Like Tom Brady does that too. He just does it in the Super Bowl. Exactly. Something that's a little less happy for Tom Brady though. Apparently he's going to be going under a minor knee surgery in the off season and. Uh, I wanted to ask you, Ryan, do you think that this is going to be kind of an issue moving forward? Because he is getting older. His muscles and his joints aren't kind of the same that they used to be. And he's probably going to be running into small aches and pains and injuries quicker than most other athletes that he's playing with. So, like, how do you foresee this going into next season? No, I mean, I don't know. It's not anything major. It's kind of just a a maintenance thing like uh, this has just been the score with Tom Brady for the last like five or six years he's getting up there past what the typical prime is I'm just interested to see so Tom Brady and LeBron James both they're the first guys in a generation where the sports science took a big leap forward and Tom Brady and LeBron James are the first two megastars we've seen that from day one when they entered the league they were doing everything they could to take care of their body they're spending a ton of time on their body to make sure that they're um, fit and always in the best condition and all that kind of stuff. And so, like, I'm not concerned from that perspective just because, you know, Brady takes care of himself. But I'm just interested to see, like, are Brady and LeBron going to redefine what an athlete's prime, what we've come to know it as? Because it used to be like, okay, 27 to like 31 or 32, that's when you have you still are at peak physical condition and you also have the mental wherewithal to like play the game at a higher level. Now can't, can they make that move? You know, LeBron's in it or yeah, LeBron's getting into his mid to late thirties. 
Tom Brady's in his early 40s. How far can they push that window, and, and how are we going to change how we look at athletes and, and what your championship windows are like going from here on out, assuming that guys are dedicated to taking care of their body? Because not every athlete is like they are. Yeah, I like that thought process, but also I feel like there's a very small percentage of athletes that would be willing to go through the physical and nutritional regimen that both of them go through to stay at the best possible place that they can be at for their age because not all of like I feel like not all NBA players care to be like 38 and still in the league and not every NFL player I mean like they're going to go through so many injuries through that point that it, the body toll is going to take its time a lot quicker than it would in the NBA so I feel like even though LeBron James and Tom Brady are both kind of defying expectations and they can set a new precedent of oh you could probably play the game longer than expected if you follow these regimens and you do that kind of these different things I don't know how much of a percentage of players will actually begin to see a progression in that well those guys that don't want to do that will never like remember anyway because if well, you don't yeah. if you don't have that discipline to to do whatever it takes to do all that extra work to become the greatest to elevate into that upper echelon then like we're not going to even think about those guys. I'm kind of talking about like the one percenters as far as okay. as yeah, far yeah. as in their leagues. Like it, like it, will we keep talking about how how much longer does Aaron Rodgers have on the clock in Green Bay stuff like that? Will if he's following in the footsteps of Tom Brady, like Green Bay shouldn't have to worry about drafting Jordan Love right now. Rodgers could have five six more years in Green. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I guess I just I didn't know if you meant like as a whole, like how many players that could affect in the future, and if like you would see that trajectory go up a bit like in the probably next 10 to 20 years. But since you brought up just the fact that you're saying like the one percenters, I absolutely think that you'll probably see a change in that. Yeah. And, and I'm just thinking like from the guys that are all pro level players in the NFL, all-star guys and, you know, major league baseball, the association, as far as the round ball goes, stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. But enough about the Super Bowl. It's in the past. Tom Brady had a good time, but there's another team out there that's not having a too good of a time but we'll get into that if you love the big 12 then we have the show for you the 10 12 the podcast that covers all 10 teams in the big 12 conference forget the sec forget the big 10 and forget national podcasts that only talk about oklahoma and texas we talk about the sooners and the longhorns we also talk about the cyclones the cowboys the wildcats the mountaineers the jayhawks the red raiders the horn frogs and the bears we love the whole Big 12, and we are available everywhere that podcasts are found. So go and find the 1012 Podcast and subscribe today. So, Ryan, please help me out here because I can never say this name. Is it Valspo? Valpo? What? You talking about Valpo? Valparaiso? Valparaiso. Yes. There we go. Yes. It's just, I'll help you out. Valpo. Just Valpo. Valpo. Great, 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 great. So, Valpo announced that they're going to be dropping their school mascot and all logos associated with the team named the Crusaders. And now we're seeing kind of like a shift. I, You know, it happened obviously with the Washington football team where they decided to drop their mascot name. They still haven't come up with one. Which they should just keep the football team. It's awesome. Honestly, at this point, they should just keep it. It's it's too hilarious. But what would? What do you mean hilarious? It's awesome. Washington football team. What are they? We're a football team. I love it. They should just they should just become Washington Football Club. Washington FC. I 
No. That'd be amazing. No, we don't need football be progressive. coming in on football. Progressive. What would their mascot look like? Would it just be a Whatever big you football? Want. There's a ton of snow. Would it be like a hot dog costume, but instead of like the no, hot dog, it would be a football? You can do a ton of stuff. So this is what the Philadelphia Flower Flyers, the wow, the Philadelphia Ooh. Flowers, the Flower Children. No, the Philadelphia Flyers, like a flyer is hard to like quantify into a mascot. So they just went with gritty, like something that's just fun for the kids. It's just weird. The Philadelphia Phillies, they have uh, the Philly Fanatic, just like a weird looking, you know, thing that's fun for kids the atlanta braves did the same thing they kind of knocked off the philly fanatic a little bit it's a guy called blooper like they just come up with something wacky to sell to kids because like adults don't need a mascot you know what i mean no especially not in like college well they can just they can do what like the football team they can they can come up with a another nickname like if you want to if you want to informally label them the red tails if they want to stick with the washington football team and call them the red tails it's like in soccer you've got Manchester United, they're the Red Devils. You got Chelsea, they're the Blues. Like, but everyone just calls them Chelsea FC, and then when they need to, it's the Blues. You know, like there are ways around it. You don't need it to be like officially minted. It's just funny to me though that like, you know, sometimes when you're writing or talking about teams, you obviously don't want to say, you know, like the Raiders over and over and over again. So you do use like other ways of yeah. You just you just put WFT in there and just hope that you don't switch the T and the F every time. (laughs) Well, they can just do they can do President Days because they're in the nation's capital. So they like the the uh, Washington Nationals. Well, like the Washington Nationals, they already do like the President's Race, like for as far as the mascot races for fans. So you could just randomly have you could just randomly have like Ben Franklin show up because it's the nation's capital. You can just- that reminds me of the episode from The Office where they brought in a character that I mean they brought in Ben Franklin's and then right. The whole party thought that he was going to strip, but he just kept giving them educational facts. Yeah, he was just a he's a reenactor. Yeah. I've I've dealt with many reenactors in my day. My mother, she works at the uh, State Department of Education in Oklahoma. She's a history teacher, a, a social studies curriculum coordinator. Um, when she's planning events and stuff, we've gotten to know there's a really great um, Thomas Jefferson ena- reenactor that, that comes around. It's the same okay. guy. Same with uh, there's a Ben Franklin that's really good. There's a George Washington that's really good. I, I'm, I'm in tight with the reenactor scene. You're in tight? like Yeah. Like you know them on a first name basis? Well, his name's Thomas. It's Mis- it's it's President Jefferson. So it's Mr. President. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Are you drinking buddies? No, of course not. It's a, he's a he's a president. What's wrong? What's wrong with that? No, I have too much respect. I would say no. Sir, you have many pressing things at hand. You have much more important things than to go drink it with me. So. Even if he was approachable and you could grab a beer with him. Yeah, no, he's got way more important stuff to do than that. Like, I'm, I'm not going to tie your schedule. I understand you're being nice, but I'm not going to tie your schedule down like that. Anyway, Valpo. Why is Valpo changing? I was about the- to say, enough about that. So they were the Crusaders. They're dropping it. How and why? They're dropping it because I can't even put this lightly. So okay. They're dropping it because hate groups such as, I kid you not, Ryan, the Ku Klux Klan oh, no. began Are- using the symbols and words. Yeah, you gotta. So at that point, you feel bad you for Apple. Well, that's not even like a cancel culture thing. That's literally like if if those hate groups, if the KKK is gonna start using your stuff, you just gotta change you it. You just like, gotta. It, you can't have any way out of it. You just gotta end well, it. Well, that sucks for Valpo. I like. I get it. I could have totally seen a world in which like the Crusaders was. You know, there were some student activists or whatever, because like the Crusades weren't pretty. It was basically yeah. we're gonna go over there, we're gonna kill everyone that stands in our way, we're gonna pillage and you know do the war things. They were bloody. It was off. It was awful. 
Like, I get that. So I, I could have understood if maybe there was a religious group on campus that was like, can we not do the Crusaders because the Crusades were pretty bloody, all that. But that's, that's even worse if you've just got hate groups. They're like, yeah, let's use this stuff. You'd be like, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just imagining the Ku Klux Klan being like, ooh, that Crusaders, that sounds good. We're going to start using what they have and, like, implementing that into all of our, like, stuff. Yeah, not good. Big Definitely not good. Not. I, so I totally get that one. That one makes sense. For sure. Do you do you have any ideas of what it could be well, turning into? Okay. Though? We'll we'll do let's do some Googling. Valparaiso, that's in like Indiana, right? Yes, it's in Indiana. Okay, so let's go to Valparaiso, Indiana. Let's go to their Wikipedia page and let's see if we can dig into the history of Valpo and see what we can get here. So uh, it's a township, not a city, by the way. Incorporated on July eighth, so it's almost my same birthday. So it looks like it was <laughs> subtle plug. I'm just saying, guys. So, um, so now you know when Ryan's birthday kind of is. So if you want to send him a gift, yeah, please send me a gift. You can just send it here. It's I'm looking at it. God, there's not a ton of. Okay, okay. So it connected the city to Chicago via the Chicago Railroad. So it, it connected Gary, Indiana. Valparaiso in Chicago, and so you could do something train related, I guess. They in could that, be the trolleys. In that, yeah, in that region, you've already got Purdue that are boiler makers, so you don't want to go. Uh, they could be the engineers. They could be. Ew. They could be the Valpo train whistles. They could just be like all the time. I'm already annoyed. Be the steam engines. Anyway, hit us up. What should Valpo change their mascot to? Oh yeah, that'll be the pole. Well, it can't like we don't have any good options, so it can't be a poll. So I just, mean, you got engineers, you got trolleys. <laughs> like we're not putting that out on a poll. Okay, <laughs> so please, someone, someone smarter than us, come in and say what should Valpo change everything to? Listen, give us your recommendations at sideline w pod on Twitter. We will tell you who we think won and who's the best because we can't come up with anything clever. The Highball Network is your new home for podcasts that meet you at the intersection of sports and entertainment. Featuring personalities like Christine Butterfield, Madison Morris, Randy Heights, and Ryan Chapman, the Highball Network will keep you entertained while delivering high-level analysis across the entire spectrum of sports. The Winning Women podcast preaches female empowerment and covers stories of perseverance and breakthroughs for women in sports. Sideline Warning delivers fast-paced commentary on sports all across the national landscape, complete with plenty of roasts. And for you Sooner fans out there, the Heisman Park Rangers covers the entirety of OU athletics, from football to softball and everything in between. Like the Highball Network on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Highball Network to stay up to date on all our latest projects. You can find Highball Network podcasts on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Okay, so not many people know this about me, but when something trends, I tend to kind of wait it out because I get sick of hearing about it, and then I hop on when it's already over. Um, you're you're a late adopter. I'm a late adopter for sure. I have to hear all. I have to hear everything to make sure I know if it's worth my time. And okay. then once I've heard that it is, then I do it. Um, that being said, just now getting into Ted Lasso. Ah, uh, yes. This is uh, – you, you should just texted me. I would have told you long ago, Ted Lasso is good stuff. Yeah. I just – I guess I just didn't have the time 
to like watch it when it was coming out. So for those of you that don't know, um, Ted Lasso is a series on Apple TV+. Plus. Ted Lasso, played by Jason Sudeikis, is brought into a fictional Premier League club over in England called AFC Richmond. And basically the, the long and short of it is uh, Ted Lasso, his entire career has coached American football. He took like Wichita State to the national championship game or whatever. He's just uh, he gives you all the coaching cliches, an undying optimist, and uh, the the chick in charge of the the club at in England, like she won the club from her ex husband in a divorce. She hates her ex husband. Oh my gosh, what happened? <laughs> she hates her ex husband and she wants to see the club burn. So she brings in Ted Lasso, but he's just so darn positive. He starts to win everybody over. Yeah, everyone loves him, which is a big problem. Also, super like Midwestern vibes. Very Kansas. Yes. Very Kansas esque. Um, has the mustache. Has like kind of like a slight dad vibe as well to kind of even everything out, all the cliches. But his assistant coach. Coach Beard. Coach Beard, so good. Just such a good straight man. It's a great foil to Jason Sudeikis. And Jason Sudeikis is hilarious in this. So my favorite part is my, one of my Wait, favorite. Wait, is this a spoiler? No. One of my favorite characters of Jason Sudeikis that he did on SNL was the hype man, the dance guy. What's in, up with that? Yeah, in uh, the what's up with that skits. And he'd just come in and just have all these like very disco-y dance moves for like minutes on end. You could track how he's like exhausted by the end of the sketches. And then uh, Keenan Thompson would look at him and, and try to like get him to start laughing because he'd go into something harder. And you could tell Jason Diggs was like, oh my God, oh my God I'm done. I'm done with this. I don't want to do it anymore. And then like there's this video of uh, Ted Lasso like dancing in the locker room after <laughs> Wichita State wins their fictional D two national championship, and it's like the exact same thing, same dance moves. Now it's just I just want to be like, "What's up with that? Oh, what's up with that? What's up with that?" And I was just like, "Yes, yes." I was sold from the moment I saw that video. It's so good. It's just it's so good, and especially for people like Ryan and I who really do enjoy soccer. 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 Crikey. Bangers and mash. Gotcha. So I am very thankful that they kind of transitioned from American football into soccer to kind of get people to watch this fictional coaching figure that is super believable as a football coach. Obviously does not fit into the soccer culture in England, but it's just such a great transition, and I enjoy watching him kind of struggle but also understand the team dynamics, and it's just – it's good. Yeah, it's an outstanding series. I hope we get a season two because it's one of those things that, like, as much as I love it, I recognize it can't, like, go on forever. No. Because there's only going to be so many, like, coaching cliches and stuff like that that they can come up with. But, you know, I'd, I'd like to see a season two at least, see what happens. I think we could go three seasons and have it be pretty good. Sure. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. I'd have to, like, see what season two brings. You know what I True. mean? It's one of those things that I want a season two. Season two could go strong for like three episodes and fall flat on the space. And I'll just be like, I'm glad we did a season two. We don't need a season three. Or you could be like, oh, they've still got like, basically it's going to be one of those things that I want seasons to happen until it sucks. And then I'll be like, we needed this season to know for sure they were out of ideas. And I'm happy it's here, even though I didn't like it. I feel you wouldn't understand this simile, but I feel like that's a lot like what Pixar fans went through whenever they kept making Toy Stories. So like Toy Story 1. Yeah, I was out after Toy Story 1. <sighs> I know. Can I? Can yeah, I? yeah. Go on. Okay. I, I was just saying. Uh, so Toy Story one, it was good. It was like was a it? really, 
It was good. It was an original idea. I enjoyed it. Okay, you enjoyed it. A lot of other people in America did. I'll acknowledge the Toy Story franchise is wildly popular. I don't understand it, but it's wildly popular. I know. That's why I'm creating this metaphor. So then second Toy Story. Was it a simile or a metaphor? First you said it's a simile. Now we're... Now we're just mixing up all of the I know. The English language is being butchered right now. Yeah, it's fine. Who cares? Probably my seventh grade English teacher, but you know what? I'm so sorry. We're not in seventh grade anymore. Anyway, you were saying (laughs) Toy Story. Second one was even better. There's like so much so many more emotions. Andy's growing up. Oh my gosh, what's gonna happen? Toy Story three eyeballed like it like it kept getting better and like it just kept getting bigger and it was okay and i was like wow these are great then they came out with toy story 4 and toy story 4 fell so flat and i didn't even see it because i knew it was going to be bad but it's like they needed that toy story 4 so that people knew that they needed to stop making them you always need that extra season like i will always rather have the athlete that stays one season too long that we'd be like no okay we know it's good. It, it doesn't cheapen their career. I don't think any less of them. I just I want that one extra season to be like, okay, yeah, it's for sure time. They hang it up. Respect. I've, I've kind of always been the person I'm like, leave on a high note. Nah. Yeah. I would rather an athlete go out like when they're like slightly declining off of their prime instead of like like just barreling down. Yeah. yeah, all the way into the negative part of the graph. Nah, I. And that's where it's like I'm. I'm cool with like again. Don't hang on for like five seasons too long. You know what I mean. But have that one year where we all go. Yeah, it's probably time. You know what I mean. Don't do the Vince Carter. Vince Carter, I could have told you it's probably time five years ago. And he's like, I want to keep coming back one more time. But instead, just come back one more year. They'd be like, okay, yeah, okay, we're good. Like, like Drew Brees did. I feel like if Drew Brees retires at the end of the year, he'll have played it perfectly. It's a team that made it to the NFC Championship game. Like four years in a row, or even if, if they didn't make it to the championship game four years in a row, they were a team that, this is what it is, they're like the the winningest team to not make the Super Bowl over the last four years. And so you're like, okay, they're close, but after this year, I'm just like, yeah, okay, they're done. So if if, if Drew Brees hangs it up, it'll be like the perfect timeline for me. I'll be like, okay, I'm 100% sure we saw a lot of great Drew Brees, and it's probably done. That's fair. I just never like seeing athletes look worse. Like, I always like seeing them look at, at their prime and at their best, so I don't... I don't want to be like, wow, it's kind of sad that they like stayed too long. And oh, just don't get sad. That's an easy fix. Just, move, just find somebody else. Move on to the next athlete. John Collins. I'm, come on down. I know, but sometimes you have the conversations of, you know, did he hold on too long? And most of the times you're like, yeah, he should have not. Well, yeah, he should always hold on one year too long. Then we all know we're good. You can retire without regrets. That is Ryan Chapman. I am Christine Butterfield at CB on Sports at Lanceside. At sideline W pod on Twitter. At land sideline what's line. <laughs> at whose line is it anyway pod. At Ryan Chapman. At Radio's Ryan on Twitter. Thank you. Do you want to, do you want to try that again? No. Okay. Do you have anything else you'd like to say to the public before we go? Not really. Just stay safe out there, especially if you're in the Midwest. The middle third of the country really, it can get bad over the, over the weekend, over the next week. Got that polar vortex coming in or whatever. So just stay warm out there. And if you're in a place where there is warm, cherish your warm. Yeah, if you love your warm. <laughs> love your warm for us. Hold your warm close. <laughs> tell your warm how much you love them. And tell them we love them too. Oh, and have a happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Oh yeah. It's happy Valentine's Sunday. Day. Share it with someone you love. I can't because I'm next to Ryan, so. Wow. Alright. Well, I'm just gonna turn my microphone off. Okay. 
We'll see you guys next time. Happy Valentine's Day.